0: Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. As announcer guy just told you, if you like this podcast, please do me a solid and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast. Leave a review if you're so moved. Share it with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with anyone you happen to come across in your life. Probably still on Zoom. Anyway, speaking of uh, the pandemic, uh, during the course of this wonderful, wonderful time we've having, we have having, we like here on the Boston Podcast to salute local businesses and make sure people know that they're still open for business. And this is a business that everybody needs. So I'm here with the co-owner of Vistas Cleaning, and her name's Emma May, and welcome to the virtual studio. Yes.
1: Thank you so much, babe. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Did I pronounce it right? Vistas Cleaning. Yeah, vistas okay. Cleaning, yep. What? What's? Where does that name come from?
1: It's a pretty cool story, actually. So mm-hmm. I grew up going to New Hampshire in the fall. We would always go and look at the foliage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And my dad would always say, you know, as we're driving down the windy roads, look at all the scenic vistas. And I thought he was saying Sandy Pista. And I thought we were going to visit his friend, Sandy Pista. And it took me many years to realize he was actually saying scenic vista. So the word vista for me always just had this funny you know, connotation. And then also, I feel like a Vista, when you walk into your house after a great cleaning, you have this beautiful view kind of mm. thing by Vista. So uh, I, I like,
0: I, li- I like that. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. good reason to name. <laughs> so I, th- this is, this will make sense in a moment. But are you familiar with the, the song by the White stripe the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army? It's, it's that song that goes dun, 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 dun dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. dun, dun, Okay. Anyway, people usually know it as that. Thing anyway, he uh, it's you know Jack White is a very sort of you know dark and introspective guy, and I thought he was writing some song about the seven nations you know rising up in the future to defeat the world or something. It turns out. He, his parents were trying to tell him about the Salvation Army when he was young, <laughs> and he thought they were saying Seven Nation Army, and he always wondered what these the Seven Nation. Are. Yeah. And so that's why. So I, I like that vistas. Before we go any further, you, you're busted because I saw some of your ink on on your your forearm there, Uh-oh. and I have some tats myself. But do you mind sharing? Or or or. Yeah, I have
1: yep. a few that are visible here. So six one seven, obviously for Boston. Grew up in Boston. That's and- fantastic. Yeah. After, after the bombings, I kind of, you know, was missing home. I lived in Florida at the time and so Mm. decided to get this. The other one on my wrist says all I have is time kind of in lieu of having a watch. I remind myself that, you know, slow down a little bit. Yeah. But I do also have a real watch on my other arm. So
0: So that's the dichotomy of you.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. So Emma's got the, the 617 with the parentheses, just so in case you didn't know it was, an area code yes,
1: and exactly.
0: Hey, we both, I mean, when I came time for me to name my company, I, I checked to see if pod six one seven was available and yeah. it was. And so now I've been thinking about getting six one seven somewhere on my body, but you'll have to stay tuned on that one. All right. So, yeah. so your company, you do both home and commercial cleaning services.
1: Yeah. We started out doing residential cleaning about 10 years ago and my sister-in-law actually started the company. And then I took it over from her about three years ago, full time. And we have just started growing and now doing a lot more commercial cleaning as well for, especially since COVID doing sanitation, and you know, a lot of essential businesses that have stayed open have really needed to ramp up their cleaning. So it's really helped us
0: did to your, did your diversify biz- the things we do. Yep. Sorry to step on your line there. Did okay. you experience any slowdown at the beginning of 2020? I imagine eventually people realized that they really do have to clean their homes and yeah. businesses this year but but was were there some tre- treacherous moments there or trepid trepidation i should say if people nervous of letting anybody come in their house or more business definitely yeah. uh,
1: so about a year ago now which i can't believe almost yeah. a, exactly a year ago march of last year we lost about 60 percent of our clients in that Wow. second week of March. I think it was just, you know, fear. No one knew what was going on and everyone was really serious about not being in contact with people. But then, like you said, slowly people started coming back because they realized, oh, now I'm going to be home all day with five kids and working. And so they actually realized they needed cleaning more than ever. So once, you know, we established the safety protocols and masks, gloves and staying six feet apart, it picked back up pretty steadily. And now we're bigger than ever. So It's uh, been a crazy year, but a great one too for us.
0: Tell me where you stand on parents who say the cleaning people are coming, so you must clean up your room now. Because my mom always used to say that. (laughs) That's the thing, right? Do people? (laughs) Is that why some people? Some
1: people have that philosophy, which I do appreciate. You know, organizing the toys a little bit. If they don't, it's fine. But if they do, it you know helps us do our job. But there's also the people who say the cleaners are coming, so let's not do anything for, you know, two weeks oh, prime. <laughs> <laughs> so we're used to do everything.
0: That's, that's like when you're on your way to, to get a massage and you just let the stress like overwhelm you just, yeah. it's okay. I can be pissed off because I'm going to get a massage. Yes. The cleaners are coming. So tell me the, the, you seem to have done some different things in business. Tell me why this field, what was the inspiration?
1: Well, I actually studied architecture. I'm an architect and, you know, I was working in a cubicle 10 hours a day in downtown Boston and it was just slowly sucking the life out of me. And, wait,
0: wait a uh, minute. I I, I know <laughs> from watching years and years of Seinfeld that to be an architect is the dream. It's the. Yes, it's what everybody. That's what I ever. thought as well.
1: But I, I oh. thought I would just be, you know, drawing these beautiful designs. No, not at all. When you work in corporate America, so, it's not like that.
0: There's some tedium um, to it as well. Yes. OK.
1: Yeah. So my wife had been cleaning houses with her sisters. And one of them offered to basically sell us her clients. And Mm. so we took her up on it and it just was growing steadily ever since. And my wife couldn't handle it alone. She was, you know, doing cleanings during the day, phone calls and marketing and everything else at night. And it was just getting to be too much. And she really needed to hire an office manager and offered me the position Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know, she knew I wasn't happy at my job. And so I just went for it. And it's just been amazing ever since. And eventually, about two years ago, I, I was able to leave my architecture job. Wow. So Good for yeah. you. Good for it's you. Been really great.
0: How many employees do you have?
1: We have about 12 now.
0: Okay. Yeah. And what's the hardest thing about this job? Is it is it just keeping up with the, the demand? Is it training? What is it?
1: I think honestly, this is more of an overarching theme about the industry, but just the stigma of the cleaning industry, you know, people in this country don't really aspire to be cleaners. Mm. And so it's hard to get employees who care and, you know, respect the industry and themselves. And I think there's definitely a shift going on and we're seeing, you know, we're busier than ever. So people are seeing that this is, you know, a a lucrative business, but it's just tough, I think, to have the client side and also the employee side realize that this is an industry just like any other, even though it is a service industry, you know, we pay our employees very well, and we give them great benefits. And it's, it's a job that I think is just as good as any other. And so I think that that's been tough. But just working on that every day. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you coming from working in a cubicle, as you said, and now running a business that these are two things that I know about as well. And they couldn't be more different, but there are, there are pros and cons to both. So do do you tell me about being your own boss? I take it that this is the first time you're essentially your own boss. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, there was definitely something attractive about, going into the office at nine, leaving at, you know, five or six and going home and, you know, checking out until the next day, essentially. Mm -hmm. Of course, now with email, no one's ever really fully off the clock. But, you know, now it's kind of 24 seven, I guess, as things come up, I just have to be available. But it's also very rewarding because it's on my own time, whereas before it was on someone else's time. And now, you know, I can kind of decide what I do at what time. So it's it's great. And I, I see the direct rewards of my effort when I work for myself, you know, the more I put it in, the more I get out of it. So that's definitely been keeping me motivated as we have our own business, but yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah usually, it's usually a big I,
1: learning curve, having, having your own company.
0: When, when people ask me how my business is doing, I say, well, I'm ve- very busy. And like, what are your challenges? I said, I just, I need to work harder because my boss doesn't come down on me so much because i'm my, bo- yeah. my boss so exactly. it, it, it's it's weird so sometimes i mean i've had you probably have as well I've had some shitty bosses in the po- in the past i've had some great bosses mm-hmm. and i miss the you know the the good bosses would motivate you i think by not so much always like being free and easy but being fair with you all along the way that when it comes time to kick your your ass you don't mind your ass getting kicked because you respect you respect this person do you find that you're self-motivating so you don't need that that person kicking your butt from time to time
1: yeah i mean well my wife is my boss so i guess technically she she can do that for me occasionally so your Uh, wife is
0: your what's your wife's name raquel Raquel. she's
1: the owner of the company yeah
0: okay so wow you guys see a lot of each other i guess then
1: yes (laughs) even since covid started i'm like (laughs) at home 24/7 <laughs> with uh, the same person. Yeah. So that's been that's been a bit challenging. But yeah, I think I tried to have that self that mutual respect with my employees because I know what it was like to have a boss who I felt like didn't have that, so it was tough to stay motivated. So I really tried to do that with the clients and employees, but yeah, I definitely stay motivated also because my wife and I have this dynamic and so it's not just me doing this totally by myself which
0: is great. I used to manage, you know, a dozen or more direct reports when I worked for Lawyers Weekly. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I always was confident I would be a great boss. And then there were moments where I thought I was a great boss and other moments where I thought, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Like I, <laughs> like I just, like I'll, I'll, I'll be looking at someone and realizing I'm giving them feedback, but they're not responding to it. Do you have any favorite devices or, or actual, I would call them tricks uh, of sort of keeping... Morale high, keeping people uh, motivated, things like that.
1: We do try to do monthly team meetings with all the employees, mm-hmm. which is, it's it's rare that we're all together, you know, because everyone's out doing their own thing. So some of our employees, I realize don't even know each other after working for mm-hmm. us for a year mm-hmm. because they're on separate teams and doing different jobs. So we really try to have those team meetings and, you know, we'll have lunch and play some games and really just try to show them that we are people too, although we are their bosses. You know, I want them to see us as peers and people they can talk to because communication is so important. And so I feel like if there is uh, in their mind, a level of hierarchy, they may not be so apt to reach out for different things that they may need. Mm -hmm. So it just helps everybody do better when, when we have that communication. But yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts about, you know, leadership, obviously I wasn't trained in business or, you know, any of these things. So just try to educate myself on, on how to be a better leader.
0: The best advice I ever got to pick like something—I well, don't know if it's the best, but it's—it's it, it's a good example of why of how to think outside of the box when you're inspiring people. Is we used to do something like you know you look at your your budget for the year, and you know there were years where I could barely give anybody a raise, and yeah. and for those who haven't like managed a budget before or anything like that. Raises are really bad for the budget because because yeah. because what because once you give somebody a raise, it's there and and nobody wants their pay decreased. It's, hard, right. it's a lot harder to do. But you, this was a trick we use constantly is you can have a fund for bonuses. And bonuses sometimes are even more powerful, I think, to show somebody how, how great they are than a raise. So we used to do something where we'd pick someone who had done particularly well that week or that month or whatever it was and just bring them in on a, on a, like a Friday morning and say, we just want you to know your, your hard work is not going unnoticed. And so it's, you know, it's 10 AM here. We want you to take the rest of the day off. Do you know, just, just, and, and here's a, a $200 gift certificate. So go out with your, take your kid out to the movie, take your loved one out to the movie, whatever you want to do, have a nice dinner. And that would just light people up. And yeah. it's, and it's only 200 bucks. So it's not, it, it's nowhere near like giving somebody a raise, but I, I don't know. Do you like that, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I love it. And you know, I realize it is the small things that make the bigger difference. And so, you know, we do give pretty significant bonuses around the holidays. And so I think it just, you know, cause we only take maybe one or two days off throughout the whole year, Christmas day, New Year's day. So they're working, you know, to, a lot of hours throughout when people are normally having a a Christmas vacation. So we try to, you know, reward that. And normally we have, you know, things like a holiday party, just to see people out of their cleaning uniforms, Mm -hmm. you know, make such a difference. (laughs) right? Uh, But, you know, this year we, we couldn't do that obviously, but yeah, I'm definitely a fan of, you know, showing appreciation in in all types of different ways because that's what keeps people going really.
0: So since your business is cleaning, I need to ask you about messes because you know, I, I can I can be a messy guy myself. I'm looking around my apartment, and um, I, I could use one of your staffers in here right now. But there's a scene in the movie Best in Show, which if you haven't seen, it's very funny. But it's a, it's sort of a parody on people who take put their dogs in those dog show things. And the manager yeah. the manager of the hotel is describing how when the dogs come in for that that weekend, he needs a lot of cleaning supplies on hand. And he's like, I got this one, and then for the big guns, I put in this one. And then yeah. one time we had a we had a rock band come in, and they were they were roasting a goat in the hotel room when you anyway, so so <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much detail you want to get into, but your employees must share stories of, oh, boy, you, you have no idea what we had to clean up. Does this come up? Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. We <laughs> ask them to take before and after pictures of most jobs. Oh, really? So okay. we have it on file if anything were to happen. But also, you know, to post people love the before and after. But sometimes yep. I'm like, I don't think I can post this on social media as the before picture. But actually, just this morning, someone wanted us to clean up their deck. And when we went out on the deck, it was basically someone's doggy park for the past two years. Oh no. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it it appeared that they never actually took their dog on a proper walk, if you if you can imagine oh, getting good.
0: And they thought it was a good idea just to leave the poop out there for your your staff I guess to clean so. up. Oh my so, god!
1: So you know it was just accumulating over the past you know year or so that these people had their tenants living there. So mm-hmm. things like that do come up, and we just take it on a case by case basis, do the best we can. But I did advise her that that deck needed to be uh, fully pressure washed, so that would have to be a, at a different time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hear that, people? Poop is real, and don't don't think that Emma's staff at Vista's Cleaning is going to take care of all of it for you. So by we'll the way, do
1: our best, but that was right. Another level. That's
0: the, over the top. Yeah. So you correct me if I'm wrong here, Emma. The website is Vistas cleaning. That's V I S T A S and then cleaning spelled like it is.com. Is that, is yes. that is that, exactly. the, that is all the info will be there for people who want to book your services? Yeah.
1: Yep. You can go there and actually just get a quote right on our website. You fill out a little form and it tells you the price, or you can always call me with any specific, you know, specific job details, but you can really just get your price and book a cleaning right through our website. All right. Um, yeah.
0: You, you don't need to look at Emma's tattoo on her arm for her phone number. Just go to the website, vistascleaning.com. <laughs> <laughs> What's your geographical uh, footprint?
1: We are based in Medford and travel within about 15 miles of Boston. Okay. And for larger jobs, we've gone all the way to the Cape out to Framingham. So mm-hmm. we're pretty flexible.
0: Cool. We are going to play a quick round of good stuff where both Emma and I will recommend something good that you should check out as we continue in, hopefully, the final days of these these pandemic days, whatever you want to call it, the third ring of hell most of us are living in. But, you know, if you hire Vistas Cleaning, at least you can be clean. Right before we get to good stuff, let me just... Take a quick minute to remind you what we do here at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. That's where you go if you want to start your own podcast. A podcast is a great way to reach out to your clients, your would-be clients. It's a great way to network, to market your services, to build your personal brand. You invite these Im- powerful impressive people as to be guests on your show and they'll be dazzled and it's a nice takeaway you're digiting you're digiting you're building a digital library of stuff that will live on your website forever or wherever you like it we take care of the whole thing at pod617.com you can do it from your home we'll send you out a quality usb microphone you plug it in and off you go pod617.com the boston podcast network in pod we trust all right let's play good stuff that's the good stuff Most of the guests dance to the opening to the good stuff segment. So, Oh, excuse me. You're fired. Yes. No, that's okay. That's okay. You'll be forgiven. Do you do you have something, something to recommend? It doesn't have to do with your business or anything. Just anything good you can recommend. Maybe something that's kept you happy during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, so I'm currently reading actually How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, is it?
0: Yeah, I, I believe and so.
1: And my wife actually gave it to me to help, you know, with our communication in the business. But it also is just a great read and gives you a lot of life le- life lessons as well. So I've been enjoying reading that.
0: I, you know what? I know of that book, of course, and I've never read it. So I might check that out. That might be... Yeah. Some, are you are you physically reading or are you listening to the audio book?
1: I'm physically reading a old, real book.
0: Old school. Good. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> cool. I have a suggestion on a TV show that I just heard about recently and i'm shocked i hadn't heard about it it is maybe the funny it's the funniest show i've seen in a a long time put it that way and it's called letter kenny and it's a canadian show and i can't do it justice i'm going to play the cold open from i think the first episode ever and uh, you'll get an idea of what it's what it's like so the letter kenny consists of Hicks, skids, hockey players, and Christians, these are their problems. That's the couple tagline to the show. couple hockey players come up the produce stand the other day. This is a confrontation between some hicks and some hockey players. <laughs> nice onesie. Is it coming men Oh, I think you come in men enough for all of us. I think you better come in my... I mean... You better come up. O- I think you better come say that to his face, you fucking hicks. Nice execution. You're doing terrific. Hey, I heard about your breakup, buddy. She was a sweetie for what, uh, five years, right? Oh, uh, you're a uh, high school sweetie, right? What's it to heard you? Heard she cheated on you, buddy. That's a real kick in the knackers, bro. Just a real ouchie, bro. It's too bad she taught you not to fight anymore, buddy. Because that's a fight on site for you and her new guy, buddy. Fourth life for life, bro. Maybe if you'd ever been in a real fight, you might not be so keen for another. What'd you say? You heard me. All right. Well, you get the point. I mean, the, the the show, the show is, is now the hockey player is taking his shirt off and claiming he's going to if, if you enjoyed, I'll ask you, Emma, did, did you, have you seen the film Napoleon dynamite? That's from years back, but yes, you have. Yeah. Did you enjoy it?
1: You know, it was many years ago.
0: Yeah. So, but you'll recall it's, it's, it's just this kind of offbeat look at life and the, the characters are weird, but lovable. If you liked, Napoleon Dynamite, you will love this show. It's on Hulu. And for someone like me who is like, I think I've watched all of Netflix already and I'm just like done. It was cool to find this funny show, which, and by the way, pardon the strong language. There is, there are some, some poopy talk in the, in the show. Anyway, so I remind you, speaking of poop for all your poop cleaning needs, let's not forget Vistas Cleaning. And Emma, you're a good sport. And thanks so much for joining on the show. Anything else that our listeners should know before we depart?
1: That was a great segue, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Thank
0: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, feel free to call. We're doing a lot of COVID sanitation now. Hopefully that will be over soon. But, you know, if you have any office or residential that you need sanitized, we also just do, you know, your standard cleanings. And we... What is the phone number? I might, We might
0: we might as well give out the phone number.
1: Sure. It's 617-838-3631. That goes directly to me and call me anytime. Cool. Questions.
0: Good luck. I'm glad you're doing well with this. And we need to be cleaner, people. So, I mean, pay, <laughs> pay heed. Vistascleaning.com. Thanks, Emma. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like your own podcast, go to pod617.com to get started. All the info is there. On behalf of Emma and all the good people at Vistas Cleaning, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a good day, everybody.
1: everybody.